Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Go back to the motherfucking house. Right back in your face. Episode 329. Vernon Wells coming out of the woodwork. (laughs) That's right. Episode 329 right up in your ear holes. Bad Boys Podcast. Randomly rants all things movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm over here, Tony, a.k.a. MCP. With no interruptions, with no delays, with no problems, no nothing. Nothing goes wrong here. We got drops, we got recordings, we got sounders, we got you name it, people. We are professional podcasts. Yeah, see? Play it again. Come on. Don't bullshit me. Arnold, we would never do that. We would never do that. Hey, Tony, turn the volume up a little. (laughs) (laughs) We even got possessions. We're fucking around now. I'll be messing around with that. <laughs> just keep listening oh, in. Man. I just hear that. I'm. I, I'm. All, it's all over. I know. What's going on, fellas? Happy Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, indeed. Where is uh, area code three two nine? I'll tell you. Okay. What you, what's today's date? It is September. Sunny Bulgaria. <laughs> Sunny Bulgaria, huh? Bulgaria. I, I think Bulgaria is like in the far east Europe. It's like practically Russia. Well, I see something that says it's a... Uh, oh, that was seven years ago. It was West Central Illinois. What do you oh. mean it was? What happened to it? Illinois is not around anymore? They're gone. Yeah. And Illinois just... Hey, 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 hey. Don't interrupt me. Oh. Shut the fuck up, Trump. <laughs> Yeah, seven years ago, it was... Uh, Illinois, Illinois just like fucking a matter. I'm going to Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're bordered by Greece and Turkey and Romania. Well, hello, all our Bulgarian listeners. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 359 coming at you. That's right. All right. Wait, did so, you say 359? No, I said 329. No, but Harley... Oh, I think I might have typed in the wrong area code. <laughs> he's I have a drink and crack and give me a break. He's in the future. How many how many cups of cracking are you in? I just, I'm on like three. Did you I write had, it down backwards? I had, or? I had a long day at yeah, work, so I've been drinking cracking since like eight. Any kids shit themselves this week? No. But what did I have today? I had a kid. Oh, one kid told... An aide, you are an annoying bitch. Wow. How old is this kid? <laughs> like a like a fifth grader. Told it wasn't it wasn't one of my aides, it was a lunch lady. Told oh, the okay. lunch lady, you are an annoying bitch. To her face. But what 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 sparked it, do you know? I have no idea. Do you agree? Uh no. I think that fifth grader was actually you. You said that. You blame it on that kid. And being I didn't graduate high school, right? I'm still a sixth grader. Exactly. See, <laughs> so you're a teacher now, but are you teaching yourself? Because you're a student. Don't have to Whoa. be a dick about it. 
I love that meme that's Keanu's face going, whoa, but I wish we had a sound of that, you know? It'd be a lot mm. better. It'd be a lot whoa. cooler if we did. Uh-huh. So check it out. MCP, he's going to be um, supposed to review it last week, but he forgot, so it's all good. Wow. Oop, that's yeah. the wrong whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, MCP, you saw The Jungle Book, the remake. I did. John Favreau directed. Yeah, you guys were all talking about it, so figured I might as well join in the fun. Yeah, absolutely. Just swing it, swing it in action. Come on. I liked it, man. I had fun with it. Like, I was not bothered by the size of King Louis. I was not. Really? I, no, not at all. I thought it was cool. Yeah, you go. Shut up, Harley. There you go. It added that. that <laughs> it added that that threatening, you know, something, you know, something else other than. Um, what's Shere his Khan. what's his fuck? Bagheera was the bad guy, or was it? No, Shere Khan. Shere Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shere Khan. Wait, did you watch Mortal Kombat or Jungle Book? Guy. I'm confused. Huh? Did you watch Jungle sure. Book or Mortal Kombat? You said Shao Khan. <laughs> Shaka Khan. Yeah. What? <laughs> Drop it, baby. You got to play Shaka Khan now. <laughs> Shaka he just got it working. Don't let him mess it up. <laughs> Uh, let's see. No, I, I don't have a quick access to Shaka Khan. But no, man, I was digging it. Like, I liked. That's something you don't hear every day. <laughs> uh, I liked it all. I mean, it was, it was fun. The, the, the graphics were cool. Uh, the, you know, special effects. Animals were like larger than life, which I thought was, was a fun part of it. And even the whole Disney music, the, the, the musicality of Disney. The way they put it in the movie, it didn't like overpower it. Like in the original Jungle Book, it was all like song after song after song, almost all. Yeah, all it's the... not a musical. Yeah, but most of like Disney movies are just musicals. But this one was yeah. cool. Like it was more drama, and I love that the kid was a little inventor gadget guy. You know, that was his human side of the shit. You know, and, and he was solving the problems and kicking the honeybees and and everything. It was just he was a little badass man. And when he was in that bucket of water, I'm like, hey, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you can't use your tricks. Was, it was it was fun. I was enjoying it, man. Um, it was cool. I I I, I have no. No memory of any part where I was just like, ah, you know, wish I hadn't seen that or that was too much or something like that. Um, it, it was all fun. So it's a full on dollar. Um, I probably give it another chance at some point with, with potential for a Slater for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. Hey, we actually have um, a sounder. <laughs> Forgot what that was like. Oh, yeah. That wasn't Harley? Just barking? No. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you were able to enjoy a movie without being too critical. What a concept. Oh, just yeah, wait looking at you, I, Harley. Yeah. Just wait till I watch till I review this homework and extra credit. Oh boy. I can't. Right, let's wait. not wait. Let's just get into it. Do it. Mm. <coughs> yeah, but before that we gotta talk about mm. <clears throat> mm, Yeah, Ooh. I do have an opinion of that on that. Yeah. Um what happened to your charges there, Harley? Oh, just fucking shit again. <laughs> I actually saw the start of that. Oh, I was hey, at the bar. Go. I was at a sports bar. And I'll, talk, I'll talk about it on my weekend. But I was like, hey, look, it's the Chargers. Wouldn't both uh, teams kick field goal after field goal after field goal after field goal? Yeah, I, I remember looking up, and it was like 0-0 in like the first minute. And then I took a bite of my burger and looked up, and it was 0-3. Like, uh... Then it took another bite, zero to six. 
<laughs> Man, you, you, you eat a burger slow. Let me tell you, or my something friend. Like that. Or zero to nine. I don't know. But I was like, the, the other numbers just kept going up. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <coughs> no, I was, I was pretty drunk at that point. So, um, oh, nice. All right. But anyway, I Spoiler. felt like I was a part. I was like, I saw the, um, Fonzo's team, Denver. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know, on the, on the multiple monitors and everything. Nice. I was like, hey, I recognize that team. <laughs> <laughs> And like wow, and they're doing great. Unlike the other, my other, unlike my other co-hosts' team, they suck. You mean you're comparing the team that won the Super Bowl to the team that hasn't <laughs> made the playoffs in like fucking <laughs> eight years or some shit? Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the the worst part was all the people in the bar with their Chargers jerseys oh. just slinking deeper and deeper into their seats. Oh yeah. Why oh. weren't you Snapchatting that for me, Tony? <laughs> I would have been having a fucking ball uh, with your feet. I didn't think about it, but that's funny. Uh, so you're too drunk. Next time. Yeah, next time. Dang it, that's awesome. Slowly, still like getting drunk or leaving, just being all upset. Yeah, like the guy the guy who came in next to me, he came in like two minutes before the charges started. He was like, hey, what's up? I was like, hey, how's it going? What are you drinking? I told him what I was drinking, blah, blah, blah. Has his drink, and then nothing, just quiet. Never heard from him. <laughs> yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's man. Funny. Poor bastard. Hopefully that guy's still alive. <laughs> dedicate this episode we'll to Never see him again. Not sp- yeah, it's supposed to your beer. Spill your 40 over for him. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed the Jungle Book. Yeah, Jungle Book's fun. Um, so, I mean, we're not too close to the end of the year, but, you know, maybe start thinking about your top oh, 10 in 2016, point. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Start thinking about which ones are going to make it, so, think that might make the list? Make the cut? Uh, yeah, has some high potential. <coughs> I, have to, I have to look at all the movies I've seen that were out this year. You know, we will obviously watch so many movies that came out last year or the year before and the year before that. But, um... Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know if Batman versus Superman is going to make my top ten. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler: I'll tell you, it's not making mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! So, my man Harley, mm. was your week to choose a homework, and you chose to get booty instead of picking the homework. I mean, you chose a oh. movie. No, I had the movie lined up. You did. I just, yeah, I just, we never, we never talked about it because I was, I saw it and I was like, wait a second. I didn't like see the movie. I saw it pop up, you know, it's kind of its Blu-ray release. And I was like, I don't think any of us have seen this one yet. And obviously we're a big fan of the franchise. And this, ironically, the movie winks at the audience for, this is the trilogy. This is the third of of this uh, cast, and uh, you know we're we're back to Brian Singer, which directed the uh, first X Men. Yeah, exactly. And did he didn't he direct the second one too, or no? I think so. Yeah, X Men yeah. and X Men Two, mm-hmm. and then he comes back for Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. And so they make the little wink that the third one always sucks. So it's the third one he didn't direct, ironically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, I was looking forward to seeing it. Um, you know, the X Men films are since they rebooted the franchise a couple of years ago. Um, I like them. You know, they they they're it's X Men First Class was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, it was. And and the the Days of Future Past was good too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean it's not a great film, but uh, you know, um it I think it's one of those movies where I rewatched it a year or two ago. And I remember going I liked it the second time. And the first time it kind of bumped me because mm. it wasn't what I expected. The original cast you know, they're all like the the movie advertises them like it's it's the day, right, right, you know, right, the, right. You know. But in you know the original cast, it's largely a cameo. They're not in the movie very much at all, so that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But the truth is, that was my own sort of what I was anticipating, what I was expecting. I didn't get that, and so I was a little disappointed. But the truth is, the movie holds up quite well. And X Men Apocalypse, you got um, you're introduced to. This new super bad guy, played by Oscar Isaac, uh, Apocalypse, and the comic book uh, fans out there were probably just nutting themselves when they found out Apocalypse was going to be the bad guy. because Until he, the first picture was released. And then the internet had a field day. They just, they, they were pissed off. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if, see, if you can look back to that and see. And see, funny. I'm not familiar with the comic books, obviously, and so... Mm-hmm. Did you ever um, watch the '90s cartoon? No. Okay. So you would have had an idea of his look from the comics or that cartoon. Mm. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. So okay. Um, I mean, I recognize and I appreciate what they tried to do with the character. So, like, um, was it what what uh, the Avengers did in the second one? The bad guy. I like the voice, but the character is pure CG. And I think it hurt the film. This one, the character is almost always Oscar Isaac in prosthetics and makeup. And I think I like that. It You can tell it's prosthetics. You can tell it's makeup. But the fact that there's an actor there and it's his voice, I I like that. It's 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 just an ode to the old the older style of making a movie. And I don't mind like with the um, um, the Planet of the Apes movies how all the apes are CG, and so mm-hmm. you just kind of grow accustomed to it. You get yeah, bro. But to it. honestly, when you watch it, do you think they're CG? Well, I know they're CG, and so I recognize they're CG, and so I always know from the filming standpoint. You just like they're... cross your arms when you sit down in the theater when you're watching a movie, right? It's automatically just fucking naked. No. Because I'm telling you what I enjoyed about the goddamn movie, you asshole. Oh, yeah. It sure sounds like you're over the fucking moon excited about this movie. No, I'm No, no, no. He, he, he like didn't like What I like. He liked Apocalypse with the with the real prosthetics and shit. I liked how they're, they made the character a real actor that's on screen. Yeah, I got that. So, and I... I that was a, a... You could argue a gamble because... It's not what we've sort of we're starting to see a lot because we're we're getting these super human bad guys like what we had with the Avengers where the bad guy is this you know it's an alien basically in the humanoid form but for them well I think in Avengers he was a robot or some sort right yeah did you okay. uh, find the did you find any of the quotes Tony quotes about what about his costume when it came out the first picture or maybe tweets I guess. Uh, no. So did they actually okay. show 
Well, they showed uh, a picture like the first time in costume. Yeah, but they had this like weird purple color, and everybody was just like, "What the fuck?" Mm. He looks like Ivan Ooze from the Power Ranger movie. He looks like this. Uh, Yeah, people were just fucking like this fear. Like, what the hell? Why does he look like? They were like, "Yeah, they're." I know. Yeah. But it did look like the guy from fucking Power Rangers. If you look up Ivan Ooze. Look up Ivan. Maybe you can type Goo Ivan Ooze in Apocalypse and then. And then you'll see it's pretty goddamn fun. I I liked what they did with Oscar Isaac. I liked what they did with Apocalypse. And right. and that's a cool looking character. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and, and he's, he's, he's scary. I mean, he's absorbing yeah, people's powers. Yeah, it's fucking exactly. un- pretty much goddamn and, unstoppable. When you bring all these characters back, it's the same characters you know we've seen before. Mm-hmm. The, and some new ones. Yeah, and and I like what they did. It it reminds me of why Marvel just always seems to kind of do it right. For the general audience, they're not. It's no big gambles, you know. It's it's straightforward. It's superhero. Well, this is no commodity. I mean, we've already exactly. you know these characters exactly. are established, though. Uh huh. Not really gambling a lot, so exactly. And <clears throat> and so and it's all obviously you get Brian Singer. You don't have like a new director or anything like that. And so you know, like you said, known commodity. And for that, it succeeds. It does a good job. It's. It's a good film. It, like I was telling you earlier, we watched a two-hour and 24-minute long movie in one sitting. Like, it felt, it didn't feel I could have done that long. too, but at one point I had to get up and, and, and pick up my boys from pre, preschool. So, But yeah. I was sitting there too, watching it the whole time too. And it being that long, I was, I was, I was into it. I was entertained. I was loving like the, him hiring his four, you know, Horsemen of Apocalypse. Yeah, and I was giving them powers or extra powers, you know. Yeah, able to take powers and absorb powers and give powers. I'm like, man, he's pretty creepy. But it's cool to see familiar faces, you know, seeing like Eric Lancer, Magneto, like laying low, got a family, you know. Um, but then we start seeing some 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 tropes. We start seeing some things we've seen in other movies, you know. Sure. Where it's like, oh, here we go again, you know. Um, Magneto's uh, good, or you know, he's he's going bad. We got to turn him good again. It's like, all right, we've seen that, you know. Yeah. Um, Another highlight was Evan Peters as, as Quicksilver, his his seed stealing his uh, seed scene too. It like it did last yeah. movie, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Which was kind of like, all right, we we seen this, you know, but it was still cool. Um, it, I, they I, did I liked, such a good job with it in this movie, though. Yeah, for sure, with the, with the Sweet Dreams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody like McAvoy and Fassbender uh, are amazing. You know, Jennifer Lawrence too as Raven, as Mystique, just um, owns it too. You know, Hank McCoy or uh, Nicholas Holt as Beast. Like I said, we 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 know these characters, we like them. So, but then we get to see like the young cast, like Ty Sheridan, our boy Ty Sheridan, yeah. Cyclops, you know, so his Turner. performance was good. Yeah, and then we get some new ones. We finally get to see Psylocke, but not, not not as much as we wanted to. But you know, we got to I see her. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with like her power or anything like that. And yeah. so I was kind of like, all right, she's got a fucking electric sword. She's got a lightsaber. Yeah, you never <laughs> played Marvel versus. You never played Marvel versus. No, Capcom, I didn't. I was an old school Street Fighter Two guy, you know. Oh, so man, when they you were, would, like, you would have recognized Psylocke's character. I, I didn't play fighting games that you could double jump. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, no, dude, this movie, yeah, this like I said, is, is a lot of fun. Like, I, I was hoping maybe that battle scene would have been a little bit longer, a little bit badass. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of disappointing, but uh, just seeing the just seeing the characters like in the school, and then like get, like just knowing like this is going to be the new X Men. Um, was really cool, and I thought like I thought it was gonna bug me that Mystique was like the leader. You know, they kept seeing her as the hero. Like I don't know if that's more of a 
Jennifer Lawrence being a huge star, um, taking you know, being the because usually she's a bad guy in the comics. Well, the, that's the thing. It's like, and that's what I was telling Chris and and the girls. I was like, we're kind of like because it's a prequel, and we're starting to run into the. And I don't know what they're going to do for the franchise. They're starting to run into the first X Men movie. You know what I mean? Time frame wise, you know, nineties. We're in the early eighties now, so it's like. What are we going to do? Make another X-Men movie in, you know, five, six years, you know, in the late 80s or something like that? They could do it. But we're starting to see the people. We see why Magneto becomes so anti-human. Yeah. You know, that that, that was well written, you know, and and you I see I with the see... necklace. That was badass. Yeah, oh, God. exactly. So yeah. Cool. Oh, exactly. Fuck. Exactly. And so you're starting to see these characters sort of take sides, so to speak. And I like that. I, I, I you know, it's it's done well, so to speak. Um, you see everyone's, it, yeah. You see everyone's like, um, like how how they become. I guess, like you said, this is a prequel, so you know, uh-huh. we see them in that in that movie. We're just leading up to there, but we we even get a cameo from Wolverine as Weapon X, which I thought was amazing. Like that's it, him. It being makes me wish the movie was rated R. <laughs> oh gosh, when he was cutting up people, I'm like, where is the goddamn blood? I Spray know. that shit all over the goddamn place, man. Make it look like it's evil dead. I know. I, f- wow. I feel like the the entire scene, my my brain was filling in the blood splatters that you weren't seeing. Yeah, you know, because like, it was man, cool. Honestly, like the like most all the kill shots, I was digging right from the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. You know, like the, the his four horsemen right in the first five minutes, the way they were destroying people. Yeah, like, yeah, kill them all. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, the necklace scene, I was like, I was so hyped. I was like, oh, you done fucked up now, guys. Uh-huh. And then he opens his hand with a necklace. I was like, yes! <laughs> I was digging it, man. Well, that but was, I'll... again, more, you know, we see him become Wolverine. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're running into that time frame. Like, when does Logan become Wolverine? When is he mm-hmm. at the Antimantium? Well, we find out. Because I was expecting him to sort of like, them to like break him loose before he became Wolverine. And so... But um, what's his name becomes a full on bad guy now because a uh, striker because mm-hmm. he's officially made Wolverine Wolverine. So and then if you remember, we're introduced to Wolverine in the first movie in the snow. And where does he disappear to at the end of this movie or at the end of his scene in the snow? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, it doesn't have anything to do with this movie. But what the fuck are they going to do with Hugh Jackman? Is he going to play Wolverine into his 60s? No, I think it's not. They, I think this last solo Wolverine movie is his last one. I mean, the dude's like fifty something, right? He's still ripped, though. I know he looks great, but it's like, how long can you play fucking a I mean, non? Even he says it's super hard to fucking work out like that to be. Ripped. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Man, I want to play old fat guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, he'll be fifty years old in a year or two. Yeah. It's like playing, yeah. At the movie, like I bet you, if this last this this last Wolverine movie makes tons of money. They're like, all right, I'll do it again. <laughs> this one, look, it was, it was like, look, a little cameo. He didn't have to be. It, it is long. exactly. It's not a big but role. I wish. I, I wish what they would have done is gotten the director of the raid just to direct that cameo. Just <laughs> yeah. fucking blood spot. Yeah, everywhere. yeah. Then... Fuck it. Get get equal fucking to play Wolverine. You know, <laughs> after the raid, that'd be badass. Yeah. You know, who really fucks it up? But no, yeah, this this movie was cool. Like I said, it was cool to see Psylocke. It was cool to see other characters. 
Yeah, was sprinkled in Jubilee, but she don't do nothing. Yeah, she I always, I was oh, like, was she in the movie? I didn't even notice. She's in there. Yeah, exactly. See, yeah. I was like, the, when they show the mansion, they were showing the X Men, the Blackbird. I'm like, yes, and the Cerebro. Yeah. I'm like, yes, like this is all familiar stuff. And I'm like, I just get this big smile. I'm like, I had a huge smile on my face watching the movie, which was cool because I thought it didn't. I don't know if it didn't do so well or people didn't really talk about it. You it know, because it I got think, overshadowed with like Civil War and other and I, other comic movies. I think so. critically, it did okay. Mm-hmm. And so, and and obviously, like you were saying, um, the uh, um, uh, Captain America, they were like, "This is the best Marvel movie since Iron Man one or some shit like that." I mean, people were just all right. nutting all over that movie, and this one was just mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, it was good." Um, and I can see why, you know. You we haven't get... seen Civil War yet, so no, exactly. <laughs> I I'm curious to I, see it now after you've seen this one. I will say they're starting to do this. They're creating these ultimate bad guys, and it's like, well, where do you go from here, Mister like, Sinister? This is this is like a godlike character. Like you can't top him as a bad guy. And yo, Quicksilver was fucking him up, yo. <laughs> I know <laughs> until until he realized that he was just super fast and he just right. fucking slowed down time. Uh-huh. So, but then when he got his power, you're like, oh shit, oh shit, yeah. yeah so it's like. Now what? I feel like they're kind of in that position. What are they going to do now? And I also feel the movie had, to be critical for a minute. It oh, felt, here we go. It felt a little like there's too many kind of storylines. They're trying to do too much. We got too many characters. Like It feels like like the first Avengers movie did a much better job showing this sort of ensemble cast. And this movie just felt... Well, to be like, fair, they had a bunch of movies leading up to that. Yeah, no shit, no shit. Which this um, one does too, so it's... I, I don't so. It I don't know, it just felt like when it was all said and done, I was kind of like, oh, there's a there's lot a feature of... Pass was more confusing than this one. <laughs> I mean, we were... We were... We we were introduced to Stryker. I mean, you could have literally cut out the Stryker character and the Wolverine character. Well, all we met him in X Men too. We met I know. him in X Men too. I know, I know, I know. And so, and so, I get the fact that if we were introduced and and like the Rose Byrne character, Byron Byrne, like <laughs> Byron. Uh, like you could have just cut her. You could just put her on the cutting room floor. Cut. You know, six, seven minutes, eight minutes out. Like, her role was kind of unnecessary, other than sort of a kind of a love interest for Professor X. But... Yeah, that was kind of funny. He was all bumbling when trying to talk to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I felt like they were just trying to do a lot with the script. And it was like, all right, well, just, hey, like, it's a fucking superhero movie. Let's watch some superhero shit. And, uh, you know, I don't need I don't need to see Professor X try to get laid. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like let's see some apocalyptic shit going on. There you go. So, um, and did you so, get that? Yeah, yeah, you do. Basically, um, yeah, and you had fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. Can you say that? I did. I told you that at the very beginning. I liked it. I liked <laughs> what they did with just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it gets a it gets a high dollar for sure. There you go. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, like I said, I was a fan, you know, the comics and, and the 90s cartoon. And the 90s cartoon, they covered a lot of these characters. So I got familiar with Apocalypse. It's a different look. Um, but I like that whole cool, like, that, that Egyptian lore. It always looks really cool. Yes. Yeah. Thank I had, you. yeah. Like the very beginning when they're, when they're walking up and they got yeah. those cool statues. And even just them, like, the people trying to take over and wanting, not wanting to get him awake. And they're, 
they're trying to sabotage the whole thing and, and they uh, well um on that note like i remember like a uh, one of the one of the pyramids has a i remember reading a long time ago when we were growing up that it has a big long chamber that's reaching out like at a slope and they couldn't figure out why it's there hmm. and then this movie explains it they were trying to kill apocalypse i was like yeah. that's that's freaking cool like yeah. i was geeking out all over because i remember i started watching the movie by myself uh-huh. and i saw that the whole first scene badass with all the horsemen protecting him kicking ass the pyramid the egyptian lore. i was like nope gotta stop this bring lane into it because i'm geeking out yeah yeah <laughs> it, it, it's fun sure. i definitely agree that the egyptian yeah. lore is, is is cool it's just very cool yeah it's like man we should see more of it you know it's just this different uh different world and and uh, just really cool costume designs and you know you could do so many with different lore i don't know it's just i, I was digging it um and then you see how how super powerful he was and just I like he was drafted in his team i thought that was cool um because once he had Magneto, you're like, oh, shit. And like you said, on. it's a little cliche, but Jesus Christ, it's the fucking sixth X-Men movie. What do you expect? Yeah, you got you want to add more characters. You always got to add more characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think even the kid that played Nightcrawler, I think he, he did great. Um, uh, Cody, uh, what's his name? Uh, just I actually kind of missed uh, Park, Parker, whatever the fuck his name was. Who? The, the guy who played the first... Um, and the original Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Yeah, I mean the. Uh, oh, Alan Cummings. Is that was that his name? Wasn't he? You thinking one? of Ray Park who played Toad? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Why well, I know that? I have no idea. Yeah, that's good though. Well, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was reading your mind. I was, I'm yeah. totally convinced. Hey, I'm like Jean Grey. Well, like I'm like the Professor X. I'm in your brain. Well, we we get <laughs> we we start getting introduced to what's her name having all powerful powers. Can I say that all powerful powers? Sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Power um, through the Jean Grey, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, only the you know sort of. We get that little Phoenix pre. Yeah, G- exactly, oh, exactly, cool. exactly. So, um, can I say? Hey, come on, let's. Wh- who's be exactly? <laughs> and stop. Let's just stop being around oh, the bush. Who doesn't like seeing the naked, naked Jennifer what Lawrence, want, blue woman? naked Lawrence? <laughs> there we go. Are you going to be critical? You're too loud. Oh, you're going to come brush your teeth. Tampon. And put a tampon in. Oh, oh for fuck's sake, man! Well, close the door because that. Have your permission. The fucking the the toothbrushes are lo- loud. Don't get them confused. <laughs> Fonzo said, "Don't get them confused." Turn the light off. <laughs> she laughed. Oh man! So yeah, no, and they come on, blue naked, a naked blue Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, nobody's complaining. And her eighties, her eighties fashion, that little really low cut dress. No problem here. And we got some cage. We got some mutant cage fighting. Come yeah, on, Archangel and Nightcrawler. Come on, that was awesome. Yeah. I always loved Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler stole the scene in X Men too. Yeah, to the president. Mm-hmm. You know, so anytime you get a teleport like that, you know, obviously somebody watched that and thought of Jumper, but that's this yeah. is the real motherfucking Jumper right here, the OG yeah. Jumper Nightcrawler. So um, yeah, it's like I said, they're young. It's cool to see the team. Like I love the old school Aurora um, Monroe Storms character. She was pretty cute with the Mohawk. And uh, I'm like, yeah, dude, this is like, I, I can see this, dude. especially when they had the costumes at the end. And uh, Jim Gray's going to lead, or Mystique's going to lead them. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this this team looks badass. What the fuck? When they're fighting those robot sentinels, I'm like, okay, can mm-hmm. I see that, please? Yeah. Give me a, give me 10 more minutes. Come on, you know? Um, 
yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to see what they're going to do next. And like I said, everybody, look at this. It's an all-star fucking cast. I mean, look at the name, McAvoy, Fassbender, yeah. Lawrence, whole eyes. Come on. It's like, you got the talent, you know, and put it all together. So the next one, I think, is going to be Mr. Sinister. Um, you know, we can Wikipedia him and, and see about his character. He's pretty He's pretty dangerous, too. He's all goddamn powerful, too, which you have to be, right? Yeah. Because, um, like, you know, one of the things is um, superhero movies do do um, have a problem with this, the lack of supervillains or memorable villains. So yeah. it'd be cool to see some, some more cool villains. But, yeah, for me, it's a high buy for a dollar. I, was, I enjoyed it a lot. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, same for me. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'd buy that for a dollar. I know. Cool. So, you know, I'm trying to get into the Halloween spirit. Um, it's October's right around the corner. And not only that, but my neighbor decides to have Halloween Wars 2016. Oh. Um, wants to have a haunted yard decoration competition. And I'm like, dude, there's no competition. And he's just laughing. I'm like, dude, I'm not. He's telling me, you know, he's not going to pay full retail. It was just going to be, you know, what we have and maybe get something new, you know, some new set pieces. And I'm like, all right. Because at the end, you know, at the end of the year, you, you know, that's when you get your best deals. So, I know, you know me, I've been collecting for, for, for a while now. Um, but last year, he bought, like, this huge 12-foot inflatable mummy at the store, you know. And guess what? He made a mistake of fucking telling me where he bought it. So what did oh, I do? I went to that same store and bought one, too. And I got God one, right? damn, son. <laughs> You're a Cause motherfucker. Because I, um, I had a... <laughs> I had a huge Frankenstein inflatable, right? And I'm like, dude, I got this for 20 bucks, 50% off. This thing's going for like, and he's like, he's about maybe 12 or 15 feet. So he's pretty tall too. So when I went in, so when he got that mummy, he got one bigger. I'm like, oh shit, you know, yeah, you know what? The Frankenstein must be like 10 because the mummy's like 12. He's a lot taller. So he's like, all right, you want to one up me? So I got this other like inflatable, like a tree. Um, remember when we went to LA, Tony? We saw that fucking store that sold nothing but inflatables. I should have stopped. Yeah. Remember that? Uh huh. So let me know when you're ready. Let's go. <laughs> Pay for your gas. <laughs> and then, uh, so uh, I got one. I saw, I saw. I don't know if you saw the story on Instagram. I was posting some pictures of it. Telling you saw some of them, yeah. Yeah. So, so he was saying that and everything, and I'm like, all right, I guess it's on. So you know, it's up to you. But all right, whatever. You know, joking about it. Um. So, dude. So it's been. We had like we're having Santa Ana ones, right? So it's super windy. He has this cool like pirate that he bought from some store. It, I guess you know discount as well. Uh, it's pretty tall, stands up, it's got a talking parrot. It was so windy that it, it, it got blown down, it flew to the ground. So I'm like, oh shit. First thing he's gonna think, I fucking knocked it over. He's gonna think it's war. So I'm ready to pick up the kids on Monday. I look over at his wife, she's leaving to pick up, so she's going somewhere. And I go, look, the wind blew it, I had nothing to do with it, look, it's on the ground. She's like, oh, she's like, oh, it's on. Okay, you wanna sabotage? Alright, I'm like, I'm telling you, I didn't do it, so we're having this huge laugh about it. Um, so I'm like, all right, she, uh, if she thinks it's funny, I'm going to think it's funny. So I take a picture of it, send it to my boy Dave, and I go, it's on. That's all I wrote with the picture. And he like, and he wrote back, don't blame it on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. So we're not done. I guess it's going to get more. So, you know, I don't know. If, I remember last year I talked about, you know, one of my prized possessions is that zombie, that really cool zombie chick I got. Um, and then these fucking like eight teenage kids came in, got some candy and fucking knocked it over. And then one of them picked it up. I was ready to fucking call off Halloween for everybody, not just me, for the whole fucking world. <laughs> I was so mad. So I think now this year I'm going to sit in the driveway. Don't let those little fuckers come into my house. I'll decorate it. They can see it from outside, but I'm going to sit on the driveway and hand out candy that way. And then I'll have her standing there behind me. I'm going to use my sound bar that I just got and play some music and just chill out there. Um, 
It's fucking that way. I'll, I'll set up decorations on that side, you know. But that was my little little roundabout. So Halloween Wars 2016. Keep an eye out. I'll post some pictures about it. So to get in the mood, I chose none other than the classic entertainment. I think it's entertainment Entertainment Weekly's top scariest movie of all time. Number one is The Exorcist 1973. Uh, when a teenage girl is possessed by a mysterious entity, her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her daughter. It's currently streaming on Netflix. Um, what when what was the when was the last time you guys remember seeing it, or if, if you ever saw it? I've seen it two other times. Once when I was a kid, and once when I was like twenty-two. Gotcha. Like one so, was I was like so ten, and then so, twenty-two, uh, and then so last week. Years ago, and I, I I do remember seeing it a couple of years back, like since okay. we did the podcast. But yeah, watching no, it not... again during the podcast last night, or not last night, but the night before, um, like some things were kind of new. Like I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot about that." Mm-hmm. So it's uh, always cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I had fun with that. So yeah, um, yeah, I've seen it a couple times before, uh, but it still was. You see with your kids? Um, no, oh, and I got to watch <laughs> the first like twenty minutes of it, but. Um, she, yeah. I, so before she got possessed, you're like, all right, see you. Bye. Go to bed. Love you. <laughs> love you too. So, love you too. Fonzo says she loves you. He loves you too. I love you too. <laughs> but I hate she loves you too. <laughs> and Tony. Oh, see, Tony, you get some love too. Aww. Aww. <laughs> so, um, Speaking of romantic movies, The Exorcist. Yeah, um, no shit. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah this movie, um,. It ain't no joke. <laughs> you know what's funny? I uh, I couldn't help but think like the people watching in the seventies. Like I know I'm, I, I, that's I gotta, exactly what I, I got to keep my mind about. away from it. But every, while I'm watching, I'm thinking this must have blown people's fucking minds exactly. away. Exactly. When she's stabbing herself in the fucking vagina, yes. Like, uh, you're like, God damn, girl! Like, yeah. gotta be like that. <laughs> <laughs> And then as a parent, too, right? It's even trippier, right? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's, it's all fucking shades of craziness. Um, <laughs> yeah, but then you got the voice, too, though, right? And it's yeah, just like, as and soon as the voice comes out, you're you like... Know, even if you're religious or you're not religious, uh-huh. you're going to cross. Like, you can just see, like, women... Like, well, I mean, if you look at the trivia, I mean, people were fainting, like, passing out. I mean, the ambulance had to come in. So if you look at the budget and how, and how well it performed after that, I mean, the word of mouth must have been people, like, freaking out, running out of the theater going... Oh fuck! You gotta see this movie. It's fucking terrifying, you know. Um, it's it's. Uh, I couldn't help but to think about that, and I'm thinking, what a cool fucking experience for those people seeing something like that for the very first time in '73. You know what I mean? Um, like the um, the writers, William Peter Blaylet, uh, he wrote he wrote it for the screen, and he wrote the novel. Um, it's saying like it's you know really close to um, uh, the novel and everything. Um, the, the kudos to the parents of Linda Blair to like in that movie. You know what I mean? Because I think. Jamie Lee Curtis was supposed to do it, or she turned it down, or she did something else. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, performance all the way around. Like I said, to me, too, the stuff was new, too. Like, learning about, um, I forget about the demon Pazuzu, you know? And then, um, and then really, really, just really digging Father Karras' character, like, a lot. Um, just seeing, just seeing, um, his struggles with his mom and just uh, just I don't know humanize him, just show him different like because it's what two hundred two minutes, so it's kind of kind of long, but I, I'm I'm just digging all these little pieces right, and then uh, 
and then when you're hearing Mary, you hearing you want the demon wants revenge on Marion, right? So you're hoping like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna you know obviously show up towards the end or whatever. But when he does make his grand entrance, it's that really cool um, pulls up pulls out of the cab with the with the street light and everything. Um, right. Um, but but just kudos to like fucking uh, Dick Smith to doing the effects and all the practical effects that people have to do and just something new with the beds and, and making everything move around or the the pea suit. I was reading something in the trivia where the tubing of the pea suit was supposed to shoot him in his chest, um, but it totally missed and got him in his face. Mm. So his reaction to him removing it from his face was genuine. Like he was like, "What the fuck!" Like <laughs> I thought that was so cool. Um, but like you said, oh yeah, this movie's no joke, and uh, I. Um, just hearing the, like I said, the girl's voice in there, having the, the room super, super cold to hear the breath. Yeah. Um, uh, it just, I don't know, it just, it just works. It I, works I, on a bunch of different levels. And that's, that's where I think the film really holds up well. Because here's the deal. I'm mm-hmm. so fuck, fucking ignored and, and burned out with Exorcist films. You're fucking like, ignored? Uh, ign- annoyed. Like. Oh. What? Did someone say something? Is, what? Or I, I don't know. I thought I heard something. Oh, I'm. Maybe are I'm you hearing things? <laughs> is, is Captain Howdy talking to you, Tony? Jeez. Don't right? pick up. Don't pick up the phone. Um, I'm so annoyed with this genre. Like the possession drama. Yeah, the genre? like yeah. there. It's just been. Oh, it's it's too specific to like have any originality to it. And it's one of those things where well, the, people try. You know. Yeah, the first one is so good. It's so good on so many levels. It has all. It just, yeah, it was right, the, the bar was raised box. really high. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like the mother, uh, Ellen Burstyn. Mm-hmm. She's the one. She's her voice. Her when she screams and shit. Mm-hmm. Her performance is what steals the show. Oh, I feel her pain. Yeah, she's just because, like, God, really help me. Because the I love girl, that she says that too. Hey, fuck, eight, like eight doctors here, no one's gonna tell me nothing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I feel like too. Yeah. Like, well, it's a problem with the with her mind. I'm like, no, right. motherfucker, it's not a problem with her mind. There's the fucking <laughs> devil in her, goddammit. it! Like, <laughs> well, you finally say that. You know, that's like, that added to added to the the scariness part is that how they would just ignore the signs. Like, yeah. They were just, no, it's still, in her, it's still in her brain. We don't have a lot of evidence, so let's drill further into her head. Right. Like, but they do try like all the medical... Uh, yeah, but they try the medical without evidence of medical. Like They did the, the scans, right. and they're like, hey, there's no abnormalities in her brain. There's yeah. no you know blood that's pooling or anything. Mm-hmm. Let's continue further. It's like, continue. motherfucker, you have no evidence. Right. You know? Yeah, so, they're torturing with the needles and putting it into you. It's like, oh my gosh. And just seeing the mom's like, you know, seeing her daughter in pain is just too mm-hmm. much. And, and those fucking gadgets back then, too, they're all like, you know, now you see like all this medical equipment made out of plastic. But when they moved that one big metal piece by her head, I was like, god damn. Things were made out of metal back then, you know? Like, yeah, they were heavy yeah. duty stuff. <laughs> it reminds but, me um, of, yeah. It reminds me of when uh, Pops was doing his radiation. Mm-hmm. He would do it in, in Mount Shasta. And um, it's like a giant. It's like this giant machine, and because he was doing it in Mount Shasta, they had an old X-ray machine. Yeah, and uh, it would I could I was you know obviously I'd wait in the waiting room, and I could hear it when they turned it on. It would go. Oh, and he was like he would come out, and he'd always be rattled, and I mean he'd be out of it most of the time. But then he he did a week of it in Reading because he was in the hospital in Reading. 
and they had like a new x-ray machine and so like a week after or whatever when he comes home he's like man i'm telling you the x-ray machine in mount shasta is is a motherfucker <laughs> like the one in the one in uh and Reading, it's like it moves by itself, and it's nice and quiet, and you just got to lay there, and it just kind of does its own thing. Mm-hmm. The one in Mount Shasta, the lady, like, moves in, and it's really close, and it's really fucking loud, and it, like, shakes the room. And I'm like, and when I was watching this movie, I was like, fuck, that's what Pops was going through. It was like that. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, god damn, it's like so, it's just like, it's hardcore, you know? Yeah, it's no joke. Yeah, it was crazy. This is the first horror film to be nominated for Best Picture. It, it 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 deserved it. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's so early. You you forget. You know, a lot of people think, especially like sci fi junkies, like Alien, greatest horror movie of all time, right? Nineteen seventy nine, and it wasn't nearly as sort of offensive as this. Like, what comes out of a fucking twelve year old's mouth in this movie will make anybody go god damn like well it's funny that you said that because i'm reading one of the trivia says on the first day of filming the exorcism sequence linda blair's delivery of her foul mouth dialogue so disturbed the gentlemanly max von Sydow that he actually forgot his lines i'm not surprised <laughs> i yeah. mean well because yeah because at that part it is her voice because there's one part where it's like a demon voice right it's this one woman uh who finally got credited for the role because at first she didn't want to um but she was like drinking like whiskey and smoking like a, ch- like a chimney. I know it sounds like a dude. Voice, right? Yeah, um, and I love that little image. Like if you see a, um, the demon too, or like yeah, it's getting yeah, dark and flashes, and you see the face real quick. Yeah, yeah like yeah. oh shit. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I dude. Like I said, this yeah, this movie holds up. Um, it's it's kind of interesting too because now I have um, two hours free um, in the morning when I drop everybody off at work and at school. So I, it's like perfect time to watch the homework and extra credit. It's it's, it's going to work fantastic. <laughs> so they actually said it through one sitting. It was pretty incredible. Um, and now, no, you got barking ass dogs. Thanks. She's having a dream. Oh, your dog's sleep sleep barking. It's it's yeah. possessed. Cujo oh, don't even say that. I'm telling you, man. Cujo it's barking sleep. in tongues. No, don't even say that. <laughs> You know what's crazy too? I didn't realize too, but remember we used to play that sample where he's like, you know what your daughter's done? Your cunting daughter? That was, uh, the fucking actor guy that, uh, that he, that, uh, killed oh. himself. Remember? Oh, the remember guy that Belundry? Remember guy. when she's having that party? And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's all him, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, cause when I remember hearing that voice, I'm thinking, why does that sound familiar? Cause remember he had uh, killed himself out that window. And then um, the actor oh, died like that year, the year after. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah. wow! All right, man. So it's pretty dark outside. Don't put, put with that fucking <laughs> shit. But uh, yeah, so I remember him saying that. And then same thing when she's he when she would say, um, "Dmi, why do you do that? Why do you do that to me?" And say, "No, you're not my mother." That would be a trip to actually hear their voice. Yeah, you know. Well, and it's that it's, thing. It's like we've seen that cliche done a hundred times now. Because it's easy to pull off, special effects wise. Mm-hmm. Nineteen seventy three people. It's like you said. Yeah. Yeah, Reminds me And it still holds up so well. Like it's yeah. still so creepy. When her fucking head turns around, you're like Yeah. you turn into Popeye? He did. See? And we it fucked him up so bad it turned him into Popeye, see? Looking for spinach just to get some sort of strength. He was freaking out. 
<laughs> yeah, no, like you said, yeah, it's been imitated. So yeah, they, they, it's been done to death, right? It's like, uh, but to be the staple, to be the one everyone copies, you know what I mean? That's that's pretty high praise. But uh, yeah, no, um, um, even the very beginning too, when you get the whole like the digging and him for freaking out and seeing the statue of uh, um, you know Zuzu and just the little the intricate, the little um, backstory about the whole demon thing too, right? With Marin and everything, and then we don't see him until a little bit later. But I remember like he's got a lot of makeup. He was super young. I'm not super young, but he was young in the movie. But they make him look old in the movie. The brother prosthetics. So when he was doing interviews and stuff, people were like, "What the hell? I thought you were older," you know. Um, but no, the the movie like like you said holds up. It, it's uh, it's really cool seeing it in one sitting. Like I said, it's perfect to get in the Halloween spirit. Um, yeah, this movie to me it's a fucking Slater man. I it's it's. That was a fucking movie. To be recognized for the Academy as the first horror movie, you know, after that, like, Jaws and Silence of the Lamb and everything got recognized, but 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 doing this shit in 73, I could only imagine, like, if you ever watch, like, old news news videos on YouTube of people, like, going to go see it and go, they're so excited about it and it's, like, a big spectacle. It's It's so goddamn offensive to to (laughs) get the props that it did back then. Mm -hmm. Just... is amazing, like because it could have been boycott. People going like, "Oh, yeah, fuck no, don't exactly. be seeing that," you know, or like so religious zealots and stuff going, "Oh no, no," you know, like or like the Catholic Church might look. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember saying like, "Well, nobody, you know, practices except you know the Catholic Church," but they kind of don't like really talking about it, and it just adds more eerie too. Like if you're a religious person, it just adds a little more um, eeriness to it, you know. And if, if you watch the director's cut, you get a little more scenes, you know, like the spider walk. But um, like on Netflix, it doesn't. It's not the director's cut. I don't know which cut you guys saw. It's just a little bit longer. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The one on Netflix, is which cut is that? That's the, it's the original. It's just a regular cut. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I saw, yeah. I didn't well, see the it. You would see she does like she does like the spider walk down the stairs. It's pretty fucking creepy. Yeah, I saw the spider walk down the stairs. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, that seems fucked up. Is that not in the director's or the theatrical cut? No. Why wouldn't they include that? Well, he... Is it, it's, I was reading the trivia... He talked about it like he wanted to, but then back then it was hard to cover the wires and everything. Um, but when it got re-released, he went back and put it in, and the director cut and moved the wires digitally. Hmm. So, yeah. So, what were your thoughts, Tony? Um, I I thought it was like the first time I saw it scared of my mind because I was a kid. Second time I saw it, I laughed my ass off. I was like, "This is stupid." Um, hmm. this time I appreciated a little more. Like I could see. I I could see the how scary it would be for like the mom, you know, for her daughter to be going crazy and not knowing what's going on, and then the doctors can't help, and you're obviously you see shit flying around, and the doctor's like, no, it's all in her head. But she's like, but I was there, and it's like, no, no, it's in her head. You're like, fuck, maybe I imagined it too. Like you know, it's just fucking with it. Yeah, you're right. No, and uh, and so I I definitely appreciated more the um the different psychological aspects of what would make it scary um there's a lot there's like i don't have the nostalgia with it mm-hmm. and i've never really cared about being the first to show something you know i i don't care if you're the original i try to watch movies in and of themselves outside of the time context um so for me it ran a little long in certain scenes like the the beginning scene with with the with the archaeology Mm-hmm. They didn't tie it with anything. I, I, think, was like, I think you watched the director's cut because I my cut's two hours and twelve minutes long. Did you watch the director's cut then? Yeah, of course I I didn't have any problems with it. And 
it's, it's an absolute yeah, but, but like for me, the the the, the archaeology scene, it would have been cool if they tied it into it, but it it kind of didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it just um, just went to show that he's you know he is what he is kind of thing. Fair enough. Yeah, but what is that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like why? There's a lot of uh, we don't get like a loose lot. Ends. Yeah, we don't get a lot of sort of backstory on. On the that the what's his name the main priest Max right so for me it was kind of like eh, kind of a waste of t- it, the the first part of it was a waste of the movie's time um, like I could have done without the archaeology part at the beginning and it still would have been enjoyable in and of itself like yeah. even without that first part like it didn't matter to show that at the beginning. All that mattered was she was calling him out, saying, "I want to, you know, like calling him out with the reverse talk and all that shit." That was pretty cool. I mean, um, oh, just read on the Wikipedia where it says um, uh, Lancaster Marin is a veteran Catholic priest who was on archaeological dig in Iraq. There, he finds an amulet that resembles the statue of Pazuzu, a demon who Marin had defeated years before. Marin then realizes the demon has returned to seek revenge. Right, but the movie kind of didn't kind of glossed over it. Like it wasn't a big deal. Like it didn't even matter that much. Yeah. Um, But he does call. But but, but, it's still minor. To Mm -hmm. um, I mean, one of the things I was thinking about is that the whole that Jesus fuck you thing. That's something that is not done. You don't do that. That's like the only movie that's ever done it. Nobody's done it. I haven't. I don't remember seeing any other movie that that like. So digs into the back of your so head so quickly and disturbs you. Yeah. It's like, fuck, that's disturbing. Like, mm-hmm. instantly. But like, it how does too from a 12-year-old girl? Well, that's what I mean. I the, the, the 12-year-old girl saying it and the, the context of it, the, the, the thought of it and like the actions that she's like, she's got blood all over her hands and her, and her crotch and it's like, and she's stabbing herself. It's like, holy shit. Nothing, nothing compares to that. I feel like it's the, I've, the only movie that's been able to do that and pull it off, and and it fits the movie. It doesn't go like, yeah, that was that was over the top. It's like, no, it's fucking scary, disturbing, um, and I, I don't remember ever feeling that instant repulsion right. to a scene immediately in any in any other movie I've seen. Good point. So for that alone, well, it's it's worth it. Like it, it gets my dollar because it's like it's a horror movie, and I instantly felt horror at that scene <laughs> and then when um, she starts screaming i fuck your cunt mother then the fucking ass i'm like god damn girl you got a potty mouth on you <laughs> and you know and that's like, the man, thing she's that turning like, damn she's turning to harley <laughs> <laughs> um i remember the the second time i watched it um that's the part that was cracking me up because like this is this is she's fucking got tourette's um, you know, it's like she's she's making me it makes me think of that Boondock Saints uh, bartender. Oh, just oh, yeah. ass. It, it just cracked me up. Mother it was fucker, funny. Mother, God, um, God, mother, yeah. What the fuck? Where the fuck? <laughs> that's that's Rocco. Yeah, yeah, that's Rocco too. <laughs> um, it's all rolled up into one now. Yeah, no, no, but it, like it it does do a good job of of making you feel horror, um, and and pretty damn quickly. Um, and then the psychological part of it where the doctors don't know what's going on. They keep on trying to push their agenda on it, which as a, as a viewer, you're like, it's obviously not that, you know, that adds to, you know, the, the horror as a, as her mom, like from her point of view. So there's horror from the girl experiencing the possession. There's horror from the mom and what she's going through because her daughter is going through it. And then there's the priest whose mom just, you know, he's got issues with his mom. And then during the exorcism, he's getting pulled into it. 
So it, it gave you multiple kind of avenues and vectors of horror. It, it was it works like it was really it was really well done. So I I mean I give it a, a high buy that for a dollar. I don't know if I'd give it a Slater, um, but yeah, definitely a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I just don't feel I could watch it again. Oh yeah, well I can't watch it again anyways, just because it's so goddamn fucking ups- unsettling kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, I pulled unsettling. up I pulled up a, a a little article. Is the Exorcist movie curse seven reasons some people think the film is haunted? So, uh, one, it's based on real events. Number two, shooting was delayed after the set caught fire, destroying what was supposed to be the McNeil's home. Um, Number three, during filming, actress Ellen Bernstein, who played Reagan's mother, was actually injured when the possessed Reagan threw her to the ground. The take was actually used in the film, and the blood-curdling scream she let out, uh, completely genuine. The injury still bothers her to this day. Um, Here's the big one. Actress Jack Mc... Mac Gorin and Vasiliski Maleros both died while the film was in post-production. What makes their deaths strange is that their characters died in the film as well. Other deaths <laughs> that occurred during the filming of The Exorcist include Linda Blair's grandfather and Max von Sydnow's brother, who died on Max's first day of shooting. Also, Ooh. while filming, the son of Jason Miller, who played Father Damien Karras, was nearly killed when a motorcycle hit him. So, uh, there's a bunch of other stuff, just weird sort of, just, you know, um, yeah. you know, injuries and death threats and, you know, it, it's gonna yeah, that was the one thing too on tri- yeah. so goddamn offensive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there was this thing where they, uh, Oh yeah, due to death threats against Linda Blair from religious zealots who believe the film glorified Satan, Warner Brothers had bodyguards protecting her for six months after the film's release. <laughs> wow, listen to this. In 1987, actress Mercedes McCambridge, who played the demonic voice of Pazuzu, mm-hmm. was the victim of a horrific tragedy when her son murdered his wife and children before taking his own life. Jesus Okay, let's just get into pressing. Yeah, so let's flip um, it around. So, what do you give it, Harley? It's absolute Slayer. Like, I mean, okay. the movie's yeah. brilliant. What a fucking movie! In considering, you don't, but it's just so good. It's it's so scary. It's so unsettling. You've seen this movie a bunch of times, and still, you're just like, oh, you know. It's like when she comes mm-hmm. down the stairs. And the, the the camera zooms in on her mouth, and the blood's like coming out of it. You're like, ah, like it. It's all practical effects, mm-hmm. and it's like it's again. I mean, you know, Tony, you bring up a good point. I get it. Like you you try to you try to review the movie from just a sheer you know objective standpoint. You're, you're right. just saying it's not. Because I've seen it a million. I mean, yeah, the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is—it's it's a horrible movie. It's filled with cliches and bad jokes, and you know, you can see the guy's neck. But I saw it a million times since I was a kid. It's so much fun, and it's a Slater. This one, though, I think it holds up really well. I think if you're a fan of practical, old school movies, you watch this and you go, "They were, they—they they were doing their homework." Like. Spared no expense. Like, they didn't... This movie wasn't about just getting rich quick or, you know, otherwise... Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. You know this, what is, I mean? yeah. this is not a PG-13 
movie for all ages kind of thing. Yeah. You know My mean? bucket list is to go to, to visit the, the stairs in Georgetown and just to take a picture yeah. there. Yeah, that'd be pretty I gotta great. do that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it's a Slayer. It's absolutely a Slayer. Right on. Cool. So, uh, who's got homework this week? I got homework. All right. And it's actually a recommendation from Nori. Oh, shit. Remember Nori? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were helping her move, right? Yeah, I was helping cooking. her move this weekend. And uh, she uh, she went to Blockbuster when they were um, shutting down. And they, <laughs> yeah. No, back in uh, 2000, what, two or whatever yeah, they shut right. down? Yeah. 2007? R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, rest in peace, Blockbuster. But she went over there and just bought a bunch of movies. Uh-huh. And um, she had me look through them. And uh, one of the movies just stood out. So I decided to, I, I'd assign it. It is from... You haven't seen it though, right? I have not seen it, and I'm pretty sure you guys haven't either. It's from 2007. Uh, the movie's called Kablooey with a K. The fuck is that, a PlayStation game? <laughs> <laughs> the tagline is, every family has black sheep. This one is blue. Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. Okay. Uh, yes, I have never seen this movie. And, and she said she liked it, and she recommended it to us. So. Terror, nephews. Written, directed, and stars Scott Prendergast. Oh, he's it's some something different, something that's uh, old that we haven't seen. You know, sure. Wrote, directed, so why not? She let you borrow the disc. Yeah, yeah, I got the DVD. You mean it wasn't on VHS? <laughs> <laughs> Video home system. I which got for extra credit. So uh, I went ahead and let my wife pick this one. Okay. Because she's always bitching. <laughs> she's always bitching about the movies we pick, oh. and uh, she's a good wife, so she watches them with us, with me, you know. So she watches extras too. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Like it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I let her pick. I told her like you know pick you know some bad rom com or something like that, you know something that she knows that we've all seen or something like that. So she picked. She knows I'm a big uh, Jake Giggity Giggity fan. <laughs> And uh, the truth is, I've never really seen this movie. But the truth is, I'm never going to watch this movie unless it's assigned. And both of you have seen it. Uh, We're going to watch some faggots. Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) I said, we're going to watch some faggots. One of them's Jake. One of them's dead. We're going to watch some Broke Back Mountain. I hate honky cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is that. Um, so how's you guys' weekends? Harbor Days. Harbor Days, huh? Oh, yeah. Old school. I remember yeah. Harbor Days. We actually, we, on, on Saturday, Lane worked, and I worked that morning, and then um, that afternoon, we helped Nori move a bunch of shit around her house. Uh, we moved a treadmill outside so she could sell it. We moved a, a, a elliptical machine outside so she could donate it. And then we moved <laughs> a desk upstairs so she could use her new new computer. Um, and it was, that was uh, yeah, that was just me and Lainey helping out. <laughs> so, so we were definitely a sore afterwards. But she took us out to to lunch or lunch slash dinner or whatever. Um, and then we told her that on you know on Sunday we were planning to go to Harbor Days. So she was welcome to tag along. So she came along, and uh, we all went uh, down to the harbor. Um, 
And I swear we weren't planning on spending any money. We ended up like three hundred dollars out of spending three hundred dollars there. God, at the end of the day. The uh, we parked like over in downtown Oceanside, mm-hmm. and we took a we took one of the buses, the shuttle bus down there. Um, and we're like, cool, it's free. You know, we only spent five bucks on on parking. And uh, we start walking in there, and there's cookies, and there's there's macaroon things, there's there's chips and like salsas, there's specialty salsas, and there's there's like snack foods. Nori was just buying up. We told her, okay, Nori, you're not allowed to buy anything until you do a whole lap of the whole thing before you spend on on getting stuff. But so she didn't. She she was good. She didn't buy stuff. She just bought food. <laughs> we didn't put the we didn't establish the rule for food, yeah. and so she was just buying food left and right. Um, but then we got to this one um, vendor that was selling uh, fairy houses, and Lane just just her eyes widened. She was she was awestruck by it. I'm like what the fuck's going on? She's like, that's perfect for my mom. And what the guy does is he works in lumber and he has leftover tree br- trunks and branches and shit so he chops them all up and makes little like miniature tree houses that are about like maybe two feet by two feet size and he calls them fairy houses and Lainey's mom has a thing for fairies so she's like this would be a perfect Christmas gift right. I'm like ah, fine no, she normally spends that much money on her mom anyway so I'm like fine we'll just go ahead and get it now <laughs> so we, the, th- the, the, the cheapest one they had was 160 bucks Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. Then the guy's like, I'll give you 20 bucks off. I'm like, still, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> but I know that normally that's how much she ends up spending on Christmas anyway. So I was like, this is it. You get nothing else. This is all you get to spend. Um, so we ended up walking out of there. Luckily, they held it for us. You know, like we picked it up at the end of the day. Uh, we walked through more of the harbor or, or the, the vendors. And uh, there was some... Um, some like ghost pepper salsas that I tried out and I was like, I got to buy these. Um, what else did we buy? Uh, mostly, mostly just food. I bought some like a uh, tamarindo mango, mango, chili, tamarindo things, <laughs> snack food. Uh, but it was fun. It, it was pretty cool. We, we didn't catch as many Pokemon as we were hoping. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you think you cut. Yeah. Yeah, we were hoping that like you know, all, you know, there was a lot of walking involved, and we were hoping to hatch a lot of Pokemon and catch a lot. But it, it wasn't. It was. It was definitely hot out there. Um, by the end, of the, the the best part is the end of the. We we were ready to go, go to get on our bus, and we're on our bus, and it goes the wrong direction. So we went on a tour around the harbor and came back. So before we got onto the correct bus to take us to downtown Oceanside. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Wow, cool. That's cool that uh, Harbor Days is still going. Yes, yeah, still going strong. We went to lunch afterwards, and that's where we went to the bar um, and watched the, you know, the fantastic Chargers game and (laughs) good stuff. Yeah, I was watching the game. I was getting nervous in the beginning. It was going, it was really close, going back and forth. Now it was suddenly kicked in fucking high gear and threw for three hundred yards and four touchdown passes. First road, first road game and. And I did think he did pretty well, so I was I was pretty happy. I just chilled and watched football with Amy, still doing her homework during the weekend. Um, but Thursday night, I'm going to be checking out um, a concert 
with Sir Fabio Frizzi, an Italian composer who's known for composing a lot of Lucio Fulci's Italian horror movies like Zombie, City of the Living Dead. Um, so I'll be checking that out on Thursday and I'll report about that next week. So I'm pretty, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but other than that, like I said, the kids got school now. Um, so I get like two hours free time in the morning. It's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Um, perfect time to cast it to the homework extra credit. So, um, but I didn't really do, I didn't just chill. It's been so hot. I didn't want to do nothing outside. So. Yeah, we, we didn't have a, we, uh, finally finished our fence. On the side of the house, oh, nice. we we started it like fucking three weeks ago, um, but there was still a bunch of like work we had to do. We had to build the actual gates, and we made two gates instead of one big gate that we had. We made two smaller gates, but equal a much bigger gate, so we can get the boat in the back because we plan on storing the boat in the backyard this winter time instead of paying like two hundred dollars to store it at an old mill. So, uh, but we needed, the gate wasn't big enough and it was all falling apart anyway. So it was all rotted out. And so, um, yeah, so we just fucking finally, uh, spent all day on, I think Saturday building the gate. Actually, I think we did it Sunday. What did we do Saturday? I don't remember. Um, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think of what we did Saturday. Couldn't have been that big of a deal. So, yeah, yeah we finally finished making the gate. Which is cool. We're trying to, like, Chris is really good about, like, finding little projects that we need to do around the house because the house is yeah. so old and, you know, beat up. So it's like, hey, this needs to get done. Let's We got to move the shed. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. I don't know how to fucking start. She's like, well, you make a plan. You, like, write down what you need. You write down what you need to do, and you write down when you're going to do it. And I was like... Uh, I don't know how to do that. I don't know. Can you write that down? Yeah, exactly. So she's really good about, you know, sort of doing all this planning stuff. And then I'm the back. I'm the one who actually is, you know, fucking. I mean, I'm literally in the backyard with a sledgehammer breaking up concrete and asphalt because we need to put in, you know, the foundation or, or something like that. So, um, cool, man. That's awesome. So, yeah, finally, we're kind of like getting on little projects around the house and stuff like that. So that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to say that. It concludes episode 329 of the Bad Boys Podcast, live from Bulgaria. Cocaine, no trivia. Wait, how's it go? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like cocaine straight from Bulgaria. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. 328, whatever it's called. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we just ran into all things movies. I've been your host, Fondless Day. We ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. Possessed for life.